Progressive Party. Wow, Wendy, it seems like I'm on the radio all the time. What the heck's going on here? You are on the radio all the time. Yeah, we so just that's uh, good. We just did a new show called uh, FYI Politics and uh, Rock the Vote Native Style. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be on Tuesday, and we're going to be rocking the vote Native Style. We're going to have uh, Native guests, uh, Native politicians running for uh, office in the in Minnesota specifically, and uh, so Pilots Progressive Party, we can kind of do whatever we want. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it is. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, let's talk a little bit about news. So if you're if you're seeing us on Facebook Live at all, you can kind of see the hint of who we think that is uh, going to be uh, Biden's vice president candidate. You see that, Wendy? It's right here. Oh by you. yeah, I know. Cool. We have an action figure of her. That's a uh, that's a uh, hint. It's a her. Well, he already said it was a her, but oh, it's okay. uh, it, her. Her first initial starts with Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the that's the little doll we have. So we we always uh, we had uh, on um, Rock the Vote Native Style the first show we had Nancy Bolio. We're gonna have her on a little later a little later uh, talking about uh, what we're gonna be doing in. Uh, on, uh, yeah. I always want to say Turtle Island, but in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, also... So let's remind everybody what Turtle Island is. So Turtle Island is the whole United States. And well, North America. North America, thank so you. So the tail is uh, like Mexico and mm-hmm. Peru. And... So it kind of looks like a turtle from like outer space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said that was a straight face too. Outer space, <laughs> yes. And how the natives knew to call it a Turtle Island is mm-hmm. like, well... I don't know, is there ancient astronauts or yeah. according to, uh, to so, 45's uh, doctor that he's mm-hmm. been quoting, oh there could be a, a lot, it could be anything. Yeah. What yeah, do you think of that, I Wendy? Can't. You're well, in the medical field. You know what? I, I'm flabbergasted today. <laughs> I, I, I watched 2020 last night. And they oh, had a, they had don't a, do that. Well, they had a really good program on. It was called um, America Catastrophe. How did we get here? Um, and it was very informative and it kind of leaned towards, hey, this is, you know, Trump's failure. And in the beginning, and what I did was I just recorded a small little clip it, oh, off, play the, it? off the TV. Should I play it? Yeah, play it. All right. Well, let me see if I can get I it have from a lot. The, I have a lot the beginning, of beginning though. Here, hold on. And I have to put my volume up, but it's um It's very technical. It's very I'm well, proud of you. Here it goes. I'm gonna play it. Wow. Here we go. Well, oh. That sounds good so far. We need to build a permanent structure at the White House. The funding we're asking for is needed to prevent and deal with future outbreaks and threats before they become epidemics. And he set up a pandemic prevention office in the National Security Council to get us ready for that more deadly, more dangerous, more rapidly spreading epidemic that was going to come to this country someday. Eventually, President Trump's third national security advisor, John Bolton, uh, decides to do away with the section of the National Security Council that specifically deals with pandemics, just eliminates it. Now, the Trump administration says they were just streamlining the National Security Council and that some of those staffers were reassigned but continued to work on the issue of pandemic preparedness. It's not like the government stops worrying about a global pandemic, but make no mistake, at this point, this is not a major priority in the Trump administration. One thing that the Obama administration left was a pandemic playbook. And on page nine of the pandemic playbook, it said, hey, here's something to worry about, the coronavirus. I don't know if the Trump administration didn't pay attention to the playbook. I don't know if they didn't read it. What we do know is they didn't run the plays in that playbook. It would have made a big difference if they had it. Well, wow. there you go. So yeah. he, he didn't have the playbook and he didn't do anything about it. So it's funny. I put this up on Facebook and I got <laughs> like um, 250 something views. I have 55 comments. Um, 
and like 20 likes. And I wish I would just get that kind of response when I put up like doggy pictures or something. But uh, because I posted this, there's big fights and arguments on right. Something's page. in the air today because I have my uh, oh. friends that uh, may be uh, voting on the dark side kind of reaching out to me and, uh, and not in a good way. But all I said was very sarcastically. It was. It's always a good idea to get rid of the pandemic team when you when you come into office. That's what I put. So. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. That's crazy. So we got a, a good show going on today. We got Tim Sumner, uh, District Four uh, County Commissioner from uh, Beltramia, and I want you to say that word, Wendy. And before we get him, I just want to say uh, Minneapolis Public Schools uh, plan remote start to school this year. That was in the Star and Trib. Today. Yeah, they said that they will have some people in the school for health, um, mental health issues, mm-hmm. some tutoring, and other things. So they will be you know, bodies in the school if the kids need, um, you know, face-to-face support. Exactly. Hey, so let's go to Tim Sumner and uh, welcome uh, to Pilots Progressive Party, Tim. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Yeah. Uh, hey. Nice to be here. Thank you. Sound you far, you for, sound far for, away uh, and you're coming in and out. To, to join you. Hey, thanks for coming on. Hey, last time we had you on, uh, we were talking about uh, Beltrami's vote uh, about not accepting uh, refuges. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's been you know quite some time, and uh, you know um, I, I think uh, well, unfortunate you know the the federal judge put a halt to that. So I mean, uh, we'll see where that goes. You know, um, but there was also another. Uh, issue that came uh, before the board maybe a month or so after that in regards to the Second Amendment. And uh, and that also got uh, voted down uh, by the board, um, a 3-2 vote, um, uh, you know, not in, encouraging, you know. Uh, I, I think there was like a, some sort of a, a blanket resolution, you know, uh, asking county boards to forward it on to the to the governor or, or to the president about uh, Second Amendment issues and rights and things like that. And, and quite honestly, you know, I, I don't think it's a position where county boards should uh, be getting involved in, in uh, amendment issues. Um, well, one, you know, they are protected by the Constitution. And uh, two, you know, uh, county boards are now partisan. And, uh, you know, I felt that, you know, uh, those two issues were, were kind of a partisan um, uh, tactic. Uh, so I'm glad, uh, you know, uh, the amendment one didn't pass. But, you know, it's unfortunate about the, the refugee. But, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, if I remember right, uh, help me, Wendy. I think you only, when we when we got really down to it, how many refugees did it affect? It was more of a stance of support for uh, 45, I think. Do you agree? Yeah, it was because, I mean, uh, looking at, um, you know, the numbers and things like that, um, you know, Beltrami County really wasn't anticipating, you know, any refugees. You know, there, there wasn't uh, uh, any of the, the uh, uh, church groups or, or uh, organizations, you know, the, the faith organizations asking you know, for for uh, resettlement of refugees. So, I mean, I think you know it was just uh, you know symbolic and, and support of, of um, allowing you know people to come and, and uh, pursue it. You know, the dream of, of uh, you know having a successful life. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about. Uh, are you running again uh, this this election? Uh, yes, I I am seeking my third term on on the county board. Um, you know, so you know, uh, uh, I I do have an opponent, and and you know, fortunately, you know, I don't have a primary, uh, which is which is good. So I mean, it gives me a, a little bit more time to to campaign. Um, you know, trying to learn new things about how to campaign. You know, during this pandemic, you know, um, uh, door knocking, you know, isn't out the out the out the window, but I mean, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, but you know, I, I think social media is, is kind of my go-to. Uh, is going to be my go-to this uh, uh, this time around. You know, I am I, I do have a 
our shoestring uh, campaign budget, and and uh, quite honestly, it's it's difficult for me to to ask uh, any of my family, friends, or or acquaintances for for money because a lot of a lot of people I know uh, fall under you know that uh, uh, low income, you know, families, uh, you know, they're they're in poverty. So I mean, oftentimes people I I know and associate with you know have to pick and choose, you know, whether uh, uh, you know, they, they put a meal on the table or, or you know, uh, if, if something should come up, you know. That, so, I mean, those are, you know, people that that I, you know, represent. So, I mean, uh, um, I feel it, uh, it's my obligation to, to you know, put my uh, finances behind my, my own campaign. Yeah, well, matter of fact, uh, we want you to... Uh, to tell us how we can donate and uh, and give us your website and uh, your GoFundMe, please. Mm-hmm. Well, Carly, you know I'm I'm I don't have a GoFundMe. I don't I don't have a website. You know, uh, snail mail is probably you know the best. Uh, you know, Tim Sumner, Bill Box two nine one, Red Lake, Minnesota five six six seven one. I have a PayPal, uh, but I'm not too sure what that is. So I mean. You know, like I said, it, it, it's difficult for me to, you know, grasp money, so I, I really don't have much of that set up. And, and quite honestly, you know, uh, uh, last election, I um, I stayed under the, the reporting limits of uh, $750, and, and I would like to, uh, you know, stay under that again. Um, it's just, it's because there's, you know, too much reporting and, and things like that. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and, and um, pe- people may not have money. So, you know. Right. Tim, can you hold on and we can do another uh, segment with you? Can you hold yep. on for another segment? Sure. Awesome. Hey, you're listening to Pilots Progressive Party, and we're here with Tim Sumner, who's uh, Beltrami's 4th District Commissioner. And we'll be right back after the short break. Hi, this is Frank Brown, owner of Minuteman Press Uptown. While it's true Minuteman Press Uptown provides the highest quality printing services and graphic design, there's another important reason you should choose us. We give back to the community and stand up for social justice. At Minuteman Press Uptown, we understand Black Lives Matter and know love is love. We're the only minority-owned union shop in the state. While we take pride in our work with over 100 plus years of industry experience, we also know it's important to be involved in our community. That's why we're active in the Twin Cities working for racial, social, and economic justice. We are supporting our community as we rebuild and come together. We have Black Lives Matter yard signs available and can print the slogan on masks and most anything you can think of. Work with a printer that shares your values for all your printing needs. Miniman Press Uptown, located on Hennepin Avenue, one block south of Franklin Avenue. Learn more at mpuptown.com. That's Miniman Press Uptown. We print everything. Hey, Cudigy to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Crooner's Supper Club is leading the Twin Cities back to live performances this summer with two new distance-safe outdoor dinner show options. The popular Lakeside Drive-In Concerts will continue with new shows added throughout the summer. And not to be outdone, Crooner's is also introducing a new Lakeside Cafe in its outdoor patio space designed to offer a more intimate, distance-safe outdoor dinner show experience. So head to Crooner's Supper Club off Moore Lake and Highway 65 this summer for some delicious food and great music. Make your reservations now at croonersmn.com. 
Progressive Party. Hey, welcome back, Wendy. Uh, you know, I, I've just got so many plates spinning. Mm-hmm. Uh, KFA, I just called and wanted their piece. I know. It's like, what? Hey, we all make mistakes. I'm on the we air all have too much. too much going on, and it's hard to spin all those plates. And <laughs> we'll get you a calendar. We'll Ooh, write everything down for you. Like old school? Old school. We're wow. getting a calendar and writing it down. Wow. Thank you, Peeny Gigi, for being my best friend and wife and um calendar person <laughs> anytime yeah. hey cool so hey we have tim sumner wendy on sumners uh, oh on uh from uh, district four and uh he's the county commissioner uh, of beltrami and uh welcome back tim yep yeah, uh, well thank you um you know i i admire your show and thank you for allowing me uh this opportunity and i think uh you're doing a great thing with rock uh the native Vote or rock the vote native style. Oh, so I'm happy! To, I'm happy to see so many native candidates seeking office, and I, I wish them all well. And, and uh, I think there was a, a good show that you you hosted last night, and uh, um, you know, looking forward to seeing how many others there are out there. Yeah, and and you're going to get some help up there. It sounds like too. There's some county commissioner people running and that are native, and we're really excited. And we're going to have you uh, on Rock the Vote Native Style too uh, very soon. Um, that we're excited to have you. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I don't have a primary, and a lot of a lot of the candidates that that I know and support, you know, have primary. So I'm. I'm trying to focus all my attention on on trying to get them, you know, past the primary, and and then you know, onto the general, and and uh, so that's that's what I'm trying to do right now, you know, because I'm I'm less worried about my own race than than I am, you know, for for the other natives that are seeking uh, these positions, because I, I think it's important that uh, that we have a seat at the table, you know. I mean, there there's so many important decisions you know, going on without our input. And, uh, you know, so it's important that we're there and, you know, I'm going to do all that I can to, to help them out in any way that I can. Hey, we want to know uh, what's really important to you and why are you running again? And I think I already know the answer, but I'd really love to have your, uh, uh, the studio audience listen or all the audience, not just us. Well, you, you know, there, there are, you know, a few different, uh, uh, issues that, that, you know, I am running on. Uh, one of them is being, you know, the county jail. Uh, currently, you know, the, the county jail is, is uh, uh, working on, on a plan whether we should uh, re- uh, rebuild or build a new jail, uh, remodel, or, or some some other uh, initiative. And, and um, you know, seeing, you know, the, the jail population, you know, 60 70% native, I think you know there, there's I, I take issue with that and and uh, you know I'd, I'd like to be there you know to to work on you know maybe some policy changes or things like that and Beltrami County has uh, 750 miles of roads and uh, so roads are always an issue um, you know and and I've uh, developed you know some relationships done in St. Paul you know with with the transportation people and. And I feel like you know I'm, I'm you know I'm a good advocate. You know I have a, a a voice that I'm not afraid to to use. You know to to speak on on behalf of issues that I feel are important. Um, you know, and, and quite honestly, you know, race relations in, in Beltrami County you know can can use some improvement. And I feel that you know if if we're not at the table, you know, who's going to speak for us? You know. So those are just a few of the issues that that I'm running on, and and uh, you know I'm hopeful that you know I can continue um, serving on yeah, the board. You have, uh, you have some fans. You have some fans here. I see on our Facebook live feed. There's a lot of people uh, that are out here uh, supporting you, and so we're really happy to support you. And uh, what's going on up in the up in the deep north, and how uh, you are speaking and right now are possibly like the lone um, voice of reason up there, and hopefully we can get some more people to uh, support you. And that's what uh, Rock the Vote Native Style is all about for us. We're also 
not only promoting um, candidates, but we also think the native vote can uh, change many things here if we just get our, our relatives out to vote. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, uh, northern Minnesota to deep north because sometimes, you know, that's that's how I feel, you know, it is. I mean, there's so much racial tension, you know, uh, the, the politics up here really, uh, I, I, you know, have changed in, in, in the past few years. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that... Uh, with, with so many people, open-minded people seeking office, you know, that we can change, you know, that, that direction and that attitude. Um, you know, currently I'm, I'm one of three uh, Native County commissioners in the state of Minnesota, uh, myself and, and um, Chairman-elect Bobby Deschamps, you know, um, who, you know, recently won his uh, chairmanship. And... Uh, Oh, um, oh, the, the third name. Uh, uh, yeah, I had it at the tip of my tongue, but he's from the Nomen. So there's there's, there's three, you know, native guys, you know, uh, county commissioners, and and I'm hopeful that um, you know another can can join uh, myself and 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 the rest of the state. Uh, you know, this coming November. Um. Yeah. So. Hey, we're talking to Tim Sumners, who's a, a District 4 County Commissioner in Beltrami uh, County. And uh, we only got a couple more minutes, Tim. What can what can we do to help you down here in, uh, in uh, the Twin Cities and also all over Turtle Island? Because on Facebook Live, we get people from all over the country listening. Well, you know, I guess the most important thing is, is getting out there and, and voting. You know, I mean, I... I think it's you know more voting is more important than, than donations and money and, and getting your family involved. You know uh, we have a younger generation coming up and and sometimes I, I I'm feeling that they're they're not motivated you know to get to the polls uh, like like myself or or older folks have uh, have uh, been motivated in the past. So um, you know I, I think it's my goal you know make sure that. You know, we register. You know, a lot of these new new voters that that you know kind of feel you know like they're like they're not heard. You know, so get them involved. Um, if, you know, if there's any way that you can help with that, you know, that would that would you know very much be appreciated because I know it wouldn't only help me, but it, it would you know help all the others uh, that are seeking you know uh, office and and uh, you know. Oftentimes, the only time we see our representatives are, you know, during election time, and and I think it's important that uh, that we speak loud and clear, you know, this election that, you know, we have issues and we want to be heard, you know. So. Yeah, really. So we can't wait to have you on Rock the Vote Native Style, and also the symposiums that we do on Facebook. Um, we really. Uh, enjoy having you on Th- Pini Gigi for being on uh, pilots progressive party with us today. Well, I, I look forward to, uh, to the next opportunity and, and thank you. And uh, I really enjoy your show. Pini Gigi. I thank you uh, very much and uh, keep up the great fight. You're listening to pilots progressive party. And that was Tim Sumner's up in Beltrami, uh, you know, district four. We'll be right back after the short break. Pilots. I'm Nick Slavic, proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I've been a craftsman for more than 25 years. My company has been awarded more than five national awards for craftsmanship. You won't find somebody who loves their job more than me. I've devoted my life to my family, my craft, my business, and to the people who trust me with their projects. And I'm happier for doing it. Visit N-I-C-K-S-L-A-V-I-K.com to learn more. When you need legal assistance, let the Minnesota Lawyer and Referral Information Service help you find the right attorney. It's a new and enhanced program of the Hennepin and Ramsey County Bar Associations. They have professional, experienced referral counselors who can connect you to vetted attorneys practicing in employment, real estate, wills, taxes, and much more. Take the stress out of finding a lawyer. Call 612-752-6699 or go to mnlawyerreferral.org. The right call for the right lawyer. 
Hi, this is Chad Hobot with Social Media MN. If you're running for office or a grassroots ballot initiative, getting out door to door made a lot of sense before coronavirus. Progressive candidates historically win elections with one-to-one -one voter contact, door knocking, and by organizing. With coronavirus, candidates and ballot initiatives need to pivot and recalibrate with a digital marketing strategy to provide one-to-one -one voter contact and organizing opportunities. An effective digital strategy will likely determine if your race goes blue this year or whether you're singing the blues. So, if you want to be singing Hail to the Chief on Election Day, Social Media MN can help. For a hassle-free consultation, contact us today at 763-244-4058. That's 763-244-4058. Or visit us online at socialmediamn.com. That's socialmediamn.com. Did you know there's deconstruction funding available now for homeowners and contractors in Hennepin County? If you are embarking on a remodel or teardown this year, consider hiring Better Futures Minnesota's deconstruction crews instead of demolition. By taking a house or building apart by hand instead of destroying it with heavy equipment, the materials can be reused or recycled instead of going into the landfill. It is much more cost-effective and is a carbon-neutral solution. Go to betterfuturesminnesota.com and look under business services to learn more. AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear skies and 62 for your overnight, leading into a beautiful Thursday, sunny and 82. Crooner's Supper Club has two great options this summer for enjoying live music from a safe distance. Their lakeside drive-in concerts enjoyed from the comfort of your car and the brand new lakeside cafe with sheltered table seating. That's Crooner's off Highway 65 and Moorlake Drive in Fridley. Reservations at croonersmn.com. Welcome back to Pilots Progressive Party. Yes, welcome back, Wendy. Wendy's laughing at me because I'm running the board here. I'm chewing Wendy, an apple. Yeah, come on, the dog's Robert. on. Easy, easy. <laughs> hey, wasn't that crazy last night? Uh, we watched uh, Frontline. Well, and you watched something else too before that. Yeah. Well. Uh, Alec, they had a story on Alex Jones. Well, Frontline did, but what did you yeah. watch before that? I watched 2020. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Well. And you played the clip from it today. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, tw uh, we just got more depressed by watching that uh, Frontline on PBS about yeah, Alex Jones. Guy, Al I, had, I had no idea anything about him, but he was spewing conspiracy theories about every single solitary thing and then the president would spew them out two days later i know at his rallies he yeah. would just change the words a little bit yeah just it's really little. really scary to me that this guy alex jones has like a million followers mm, and more that than it, that i'm sure more than that but it's just kind of scary that there are people who really believe this stuff well you know what else is scary too we were talking a little bit in the beginning of the show that uh we have relatives coming at us now. I mean, let's just talk vaguely about yeah. that because we love our relatives. Yeah. Even, you know. Even uh, if we disagree politically. Right. And I think for me, you know, if a relative puts something up on Facebook, even if you don't agree with it and you have a really good comeback, I think that you should just leave it and ignore it and move uh, on. I thought I you were going to say, if you had a good comeback, go get them. No, no. I think no, if it's I family. Know. Or and somebody who you care about, you should not but say anything. I, I agree. But if you don't really care about I them, agree, but that's why we them. have a radio. we got 30,000 people out there listening to us and another yeah. couple thousand on Facebook. And one of the things that I uh, I think what's kind of happening is the, the numbers are changing and they're getting nervous and they're kind of lashing out mm. because – I'm just sitting here and all of a sudden I get a message, right. you know, and I'm going, I don't want to read this. Mm -hmm. Why are you sending me this? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you don't like me anymore. You don't love me anymore. It's sad. Yeah, it is. It it's, is. It, it is totally very sad, sad and it's hard. I don't know what's going to, I don't know what the future holds, but I think we all have to kind of keep our heads on. Yeah. Uh, but everybody has the, their, uh, the right to their opinion and yeah. how they feel. And that's right. And some people you're not going to, most people, you're not going to change their mind. They're not. Right. Hey, you know what? We're going to rock the vote native style. And we have uh, my co-conspirator on the line right now, uh, Nancy Bolio. We like to call her Fancy Nancy. And uh, welcome to Pilots Progressive Party. Party. 
I can't speak. I should find another line of work. Nancy <laughs> Bolio, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. It's always a, a opportunity to be a guest on your show. And I'm Nancy Bolio. I'm Minnesota Chippewa Tribe Leech Lake, and I'm the northern organizer for Minnesota 350. And we are working so hard here up north with Rock the Vote Native Style. And um, it's just many of your shows have um, some great candidates, and a lot of those candidates are coming from up north. But I want to share some bigger news right now. Do and it, do it. This, this is why we really have to get out and vote. We want to vote for people like Mary Kunish Podine and Mr. Um, Frank Hornstein, I think is his name. I'm representing Frank Hornstein. Because yep. yep. these are the kind of people that um, really stand out and, and make a stand for our values and our right to clean water. And so today um, there was a news release, and it says Minnesota lawmakers submit request to the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency to deny Line 3 pipeline permit. So we have 34 lawmakers, and um, they submitted the letter to the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency to Laura Bishop, and um, she is the commissioner. And they're urging her to deny the um, 401 water quality um, certificate for the proposed Enbridge Line 3 pipeline expansion. So basically... um, they know um, that the PCA has acknowledged the reality of the climate crisis in Minnesota, so Frank Kornstein is basically saying the agency now has the opportunity to make a significant difference in reducing global carbon emissions by denying Line 3 water certificates. So, yeah, I think um, yeah. this is something minute, why we Let really need to get out and vote, because people like yeah. this, they, they inspire yeah. us. Yeah, let me do this real quick, Nancy, and then I want you to repeat yourself, but uh, let's uh, put some applause to this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I've always wanted to use that button, and this is a right. good reason to. Before I interrupted you, go ahead. You said that's a, it's an important reason why we have to vote, right? Right, right. And, you know, because if we don't show up to vote, the people that support and would work hard to protect the values and the rights to clean water, they're not going to get into office, and then our voices are left unheard. So, like, you know... um, Listening to Tim just a little bit earlier, you know, uh, those candidates really need our support. And by our support, that means getting up, getting online to get registered to vote. And if you want to be COVID safe, you can always make sure you go to the uh, Minnesota Secretary of State and get a um, mail-in ballot and and keep yourself um, safe the best way you know how. But here in northern Minnesota... Um, we have some work to do. We got majority votes always against us, not just on the tribal side, but in our local government, you know, on the Beltrami County Commissioner and the Bemidji City Council. We, those are nonpartisan seats, but we can tell by the actions taking place, some of the policies passed, and some of the decisions made, um, we know what kind of agenda they're on. And I'm not going to say it out loud, <coughs> Trump, but um, so, <laughs> yeah, um, we got to show up and, and take this free world back and and show them that we're still here and so that's why i feel it's really really important that we really rock that vote native style and that means by you know picking up your relative um in a safe way giving them a ride to the polls if they don't want to do the mail-in ballot give somebody gas money to go you know just encourage people hey there's a place online you can register because we really got to show up in numbers this time otherwise we might get stuck with Trump agendas along the line, and it, that's not something on a, just on the federal level. Like Tim and uh, you referred to, we're the deep, deep south up north, you know, and it's it's not a good feeling anymore. We go to town, we see these flags flying on the back of pickup pickups, like you know, it's like almost just thick with hate now in, in rural Minnesota, and we didn't want that political fight, and it even got down to the mask now, the you know, the mandate on the mask. And that shouldn't even be a political issue, but it is, and, and it divides us even more. But just to make sure that we represent ourselves, it's our vote and our voice, Robert. And so that's why I keep urging people, please get out and register to vote. Show up at the polls. The poll could be your living room now, remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, it, it's really important. And I think one of the things uh, that we just have to mention over and over again to our uh, allies and to our Native uh, brothers and sisters and relatives is that we really make a difference. We outnumber these yahoos. We need to really 
Uh, I always like to say at the end of my uh, other show, Native Ritz Radio, which is on 1 to 3 on Saturdays on AM 950, um, we like to say uh, you need to resist, join a group, run for office. Divest. And divest, yeah. exactly. And that's what we need to do. We need to stay centered on that and uh, in a good way. Right, right. And there's so many ways to get involved. You know, you could, um, you know, just one simple thing you can do if you can't do anything else is just vote. That does make a big difference. And um, like you mentioned before, the divest, we got to know where our money's going and, and where we're spending it. And it really makes a big difference because it seems like big corporate America has um, smothered our democracy. And that's why we keep having to resist because we're getting smothered in this uh, profit over people ideal. And, you know, we're here because Mother Earth put us here. We're here because the Creator is giving us life and Mother Earth and all those good things. And it's something that we have to remember that we're not above nature and we have to remind our politicians and our local leaders that, you know, we really need to take care of the great gifts here on Mother Earth and and make sure that we take care of each other. And just by taking care of each other, that's showing support for each other, building on community power and just making something good of this mess that we're in. And I think we're in a time where I think... We can do that, Robert. I think we really can. we got to just show up. And I think if we work really, really, really hard and we flip all these seats in all these different counties and states and whatever it be, I think we should have some big old, big old, big old, big old virtual powwow. <laughs> and say we're still here. So, yeah, that should be our celebration when we win all these elections, I think. A round dance. Yeah. Hey, that would be great. A big old virtual round dance. And we can just, yeah, celebrate who we are, celebrate that we do have a voice, and celebrate that we're at the table. Because like Tim mentioned earlier, if you're not at the table, um, a lot of decisions are going to be made without us. So I think, you know, just we've had some legislative hearings, you know, behind the scenes with some of these state representatives. And I think just pulling ourselves up to the table really, really got the conversation going, and it supported some of those um, legislators today that signed on and said, you know what, we listened. And yeah. that's what matters, is not just the vote, but showing up after and, and having those conversations. So we want to build on those healthy relationships and build on um, making th- good things happen, and that's our goal. Yeah, exactly. Voting. And Oh, go ahead. No, I just said that's our goal. We got to get out and vote, Robert. Yeah, definitely. And a hook or crook, we got to help people uh, see the light, make it easy for them, have contest, uh, register. I mean, uh, I know, and and our and our uh, allies that are listening to this show all over Turtle Island and on AM 950 right now uh, in the Twin Cities, we really need to reach out. And find out uh, who's who's registered and who's not registered, and help them. Um, not ridicule them, help them, because right. uh, it all it all really uh, is so so important um, that. And we could flip the vote, and we talked about this on Native Roots Radio all the time. But how uh, South Dakota's uh, crazy governor—I don't even want to say her name. Um, one by 10,000 votes. Well, there's there was 70,000 Native Americans that could have voted, and they didn't. And even if just a portion of them did, uh, we would have a different uh, uh, we'd have a different governor in that state. Right. And you know what makes it more inspiring is that we have um, you know BIPOC communities running um, for these seats, and you know, um, and when they win, people like you know Tim and Mary and Ruth and the, the like. We'll use Mary for an example. She um, authored the Missing Murdered Indigenous Women's Bill. And, you know, her being in that type of office, showing that, showing us that, yes, we can be heard and we can get bills passed, but we just have to run for office and then our relatives need to vote for us when we're in office. So there's a, like, these things are just coming together now. And if we can just get that population that you talked about to show up to vote for those candidates, and then after we get those candidates into office, we really need to start having those conversations and being a part of those decision-making processes. And once we are, I think more and more of our people will begin to vote, like on a regular basis, because so many past elections, um, well, a long time ago, we weren't even allowed to vote. But when we got to vote, it hasn't done us any good yet. I mean, 
We show up, yeah, we vote, and we're not heard. But now we see people making differences. Our, our strong um, women in office and people like Tim Sumner, and we got great candidates coming forth. We have to make that work. And the only way that's going to work is if we support our very own like-minded people. And I think we can do right. that. We are going to do that. It wasn't that long ago that, uh, I mean, I'm 59 years old, and I know uh, even in the 60s, Native Americans in certain states couldn't vote. So um, it's not it's not that long ago. Uh, we need to rock the vote, that's for sure. And I think we are, and uh, it's very important. Uh, uh, Wendy, do you have a question? I do have a question for you, and I, I had to run out to let the dogs out, and I came in, and you might have talked about this already, Nancy. Um but I just wanted your opinion about um, people, uh, Native American people giving their information to the government and how in the past they really didn't want to do that, right, because of, um, because of past experience. So how do you think people feel today? Do you feel like they're ready to get, get out there, register to vote, give the government their information, fill out the census, things like that? How do you think they feel? I think they're a bit, little bit leery of sharing their information just because of um, the, the world that's out there and our information's not that safe and it can, you know, sometimes be used against us. But I think what's really going to encourage our people to vote, when we have our own people um, out there asking them to vote, teaching them how to vote, and, and the familiar face is going to be a reassurance that's, that says it's okay to vote and we're going to help you vote in a safe way and the best way we know how. And I think that's why we're focused on getting our, our people out to register our own kind of people because I used to do this research for University of Nebraska about seven years ago or so, and University of Nebraska sent some non-Native people to our reservation, and nobody wanted to answer the door because they thought they were social workers or the government trying to meddle into their business, and it's like it didn't work. But then they rehired a bunch of us Natives, and we had some of the best response rates and, and some of the most accurate responses that they could ever see. And I think people trust their own kind of people to say it's okay. And that's going to be part of our jobs being canvassers to say, you know what, I know you didn't believe in voting. I don't think you um, understand how important it is, but this is why it's important. And I think with the protocol set up and, and the protections put in place, we can electronically share our information um, with the links that we provide in Rock the Vote. So we're going to have a safe and secure way to share that information where it's not going to be used against them. And when they see our smiley faces, they're going to be sure to vote, I think. And when we remind them that we have great candidates that we have to support, and by doing that, we have to show up and vote. And I think if we could just learn to learn how to vote again in, in a good way, and or not say learn how to vote, but respect um, the, the voting process in a different way because we don't have trust in it. But if we learn how to build on it and, and trust each other, I think it's, it's going to be a Native people power building mechanism because we're going to get all those voters to show up this time. So, well, Nancy, I really appreciate you being on again, and I can't wait for uh, your update on Native Roots Radio for this weekend. All right. Well, um, thanks for having me again. I just got to say one quick thing before you go. I'm going to give you a little applause again because I really wanted to use that button so bad. There we go. Um, but one of the things I see when I see uh, Lieutenant Governor, I say thank you because it's important for our children to see somebody that looks like them right. that's in in the game. And right. it really it really chokes me up every time I say that to her. But I really mean that. It's it's so important and. and and people like you uh, working hard for our people and, get, and rocking the vote and the other stuff that you do up there in the deep north, uh, I really appreciate you and appreciate you being on all the time on our shows. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming a regular little spotlight here just to, you know, but again, it's an opportunity to make sure that we're getting the messaging out and, you know, giving the kudos where they, where they deserve to be, like, you mentioned Peggy Flanagan. She is so inspirational. And if anybody ever wants to see, you know, that we can do this, take a look at Peggy Flanagan and watch her in a meeting one of these times and watch her speak. And she's very powerful. And we all hold that same power. And when sometimes um, you got to remember, too, it's so much stronger when it's collective power. And that's why we have to show up and vote and vote for the awesome candidate. 
Well, Pini Gigi for Beyond, this is Pilots Progressive Party, and we'll be back with a with a just a little short uh, recap and uh, listen to our sponsors and support, and we'll be right back. Pat Donahue and friends are playing this Sunday evening on the outdoor stage at the Zephyr Theater in downtown Stillwater. So come and enjoy a summer's evening of live music outside. Pat is one of the most listened to finger pickers in the world. For 20 years, fans listened to his unique style as the guitarist for the Guys All-Star Shoe Band of a Prairie Home Companion. That's world-renowned guitarist Pat Donahue outdoors with socially distanced seating at the Zephyr Theater. Tickets available online by searching for Stillwater Zephyr Theater. Again, search Stillwater Zephyr Theater. Hey, Cudigy to everyone. This is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio Network. In 2017, as a response to the shocking events that transpired at Standing Rock and the lack of accurate and honest information coming from local and mainstream media, we felt we had to do something about it. That is why we created Native Roots Radio, then Pilot's Progressive Party, and finally, the new Native Symposium. We're still here. These shows have been supported by local businesses, and as you all know, unfortunately, they are no longer able to support us during this difficult time of the pandemic. This is why I'm here today to ask you for your support. We feel it is so important to continue to bring this important information to you. Your support will help continue production and airtime costs. So please, if you can, visit Patreon Native Roots Radio Network and help in any way you can. Pinigi, and thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Alicia Luther Toms, Certified Financial Planner with RBC Wealth Management. I'm part of an all-woman financial advisor team with combined experience of over 40 years. Whether it's leaving something for your loved ones, enjoying your own retirement, or giving to a favorite charity, we'll help you plan, and there's no better time than right now. This is Alicia Luther Toms at 612-770-4460 or alicia.luther.toms at rbc.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE FINRA, SIPC. Hazel's Northeast is back and offering some of the most creatively prepared comfort food you'll find. Delicious breakfast options include the slow-cooked brisket hash, chicken fried steak, and the famed drunken banana French toast. Or for lunch and dinner, there's Swedish meatballs, wild rice gumbo, and more. Hazel's Northeast is open Wednesdays through Saturdays 8 to 8 and Sundays 9 to 2. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Make your reservation now at hazelsne2go.com. What a hypnosis, what is it? What is it? Back to Pilots Progressive Party. Hey, welcome, Wendy. Quit yawning. I know you're working hard up there. <laughs> I'm working hard. I didn't sleep good last night. Wow, what a great show again. Um, yes, Tim Sumners and Nancy uh, Bolio is always awesome. So both of them, fantastic people to have on. Hey, I just, I just want to give everyone a shout out, too, if they want to see some more Native stuff. And, oh, the dogs are playing. Um, whoa, one of them's dancing. Uh, we have uh, Rock the Boat Native Style on Tuesdays, and then that night we do a live symposium with Native Americans all over Turtle Island that you can see on Facebook, and then it's rebroadcast on AM 950 on Saturday, uh, excuse me, on Sunday at 6 p.m., and then we have the uh, Pilots Progressive Party, and then we have a Native Roots Radio on Saturday 1 to 3. Yeah, awesome. Hey, so with the last few minutes here, we should go to one of our favorite callers, mm-hmm. uh, Gary from Minneapolis. We love Gary. Welcome to Pilots Progressive Party. I love both you and Wendy, too. You're such positive people. I was going to mention, I've been staying home doing art a lot. It kind of helps me uh, enjoy life still. And uh, I, I I didn't hear too much of your program today because I was writing a letter to my seven-year-old gal as a pen pal, and we really have it's really fun to have that. I'm in a senior place, so they set up a pen pal program. I think they're going to put something on Channel 11 Sunday night, 10 o'clock, uh, a little skit about us. I don't know how it's going to go, but anyway, Gary, it's so good to just greet you. From, is she from the area, the pen pal, or is she... Well, no, no. Somebody interviewed me, and their family like my letters to their little girls so much that they wanted that, that here at the that where I live, they have they contact the media to say something about it. Mm. So, anyways, uh, but um, you guys are really positive, and you do a great, great goodness for the community. 
Yeah, we got your paintings up here that you gave us. Uh, we still have them up in the studio, mm-hmm. um, and it's exciting. Yeah, so you're going to be on Sunday. Is that Channel 4, did you say? No, Channel 11 at 10 p.m., and well, I don't know what go. they're going to show on there. They interviewed me, and, uh, of course, they interviewed the Penn Pell and their family, I think. So, Aww. anyways, I'm, do- I'm doing art, too. They're going to have an art gallery sale for me, if, if it doesn't close down downtown. So... That's coming up in uh, September, I guess. But they might close down again. So, anyways, uh, what's going on with you? Uh, We're just uh, doing a radio show here. Uh, Well, we want to uh, uh, thank you for the update and what's going on. And feel free to call us anytime. We love you, Gary. All right. Oh, he's gone. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he Gary's a great guy. Right. So I'm happy that he's calling in. And you know, it's hard for people to keep busy during this uh, pandemic and to keep uh, busy, but it sounds like he's doing his artwork and uh, writing to yeah. a pen pal. So that's great. You got to do positive things. Right. That's good. And that's good. Uh, you know, we need to rock the vote native style. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. Uh, we just need to be awake. And that's the name of our show mm-hmm. that started this whole crazy thing with AM 950 is uh, Native we, Ritz Radio yeah. presents I'm Awake. I think we are awake. I think we're open to all kinds of different news. I mean, we stood last night for an hour listening to Frontline talk about uh, Alex Jones and yeah. the conspiracy theories. But I think it's good to see everybody's perspective and then you get to make your own decisions you may not agree with everybody um but that's the way life is and i feel like uh the older i've gotten uh i've been called out on some stuff and Mm -hmm. i've been able to uh bounce back and and uh be a big boy and Mm -hmm. uh stand up and say hey you know what you're right and i was wrong on this and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's uh maturity that you get when uh yeah how old am i but you're mostly right all the time, though. Uh, I was wrong once, but I was mistaken. Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Well, another great show. We really want to give a shout out to our producer. Uh, Is matter it Patrick of fact, today? Patrick, come on for a second. Hey, guys. How here. are you doing? Good. Good. Hi, Patrick. Patrick is our producer. He's at the studio in Eden Prairie, and we are in here in St. Paul. So. Yeah, so another great show, Patrick. Thank you for everything that you do for AM 950 and us. Well, thank you for letting me sit behind and make everything happen. And you do. (laughs) You're listening to Pilots Progressive Party. We'll see you on Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake on Saturday, 1 to 3.